the Bite Size Podcast. <laughs> We're on my couch. Yeah, we've got, it smells like calming aromatherapy honey and vanilla, which actually translates to fall. It mm-hmm. smells like yeah. fall inside of your house. TJ Maxx. Oh, fuck yeah. I yeah. love TJ Maxx. They have the best deals. Um, and we're drinking a nice... I feel like we're doing like ASMR. Like I feel like I'm whispering. And tonight we're enjoying <laughs> a pumpkin cider from Ace. That was a cheers. <laughs> My son was gone. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I'm really glad that both of us have advanced degrees in uh, audio engineering. Yeah, that's so, why it sounds so good all the time. <laughs> literally the best, the best sound for sure. Um, yeah, so we're, and now we're back from outer space. Um, tell me about your week. Uh, what did I do? Well, this, oh, that's Adrian, by the way. This is me, Adrian. Um, I didn't get to play very many video games this are you seriously gonna eat a burrito? I'm, right I'm now? gonna eat like a burrito, but I'm gonna like not. I'm gonna sure, let's just get this done right now, and I'm not even gonna like eat it with. Like I was gonna try and wrap the wrapper right. around mm-hmm. it. Don't do that. No, this no. it's super fucked. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't know. My week's been uh, normal. It's been a normal week. We're remodeling the house, so uh, it's been chaos. Pretty much. Big mood. <clears throat> playing with the neighborhood cats like you do we yeah. went to spooky scary we watched, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we watched the exorcist and carved mm-hmm. pumpkins it was pretty dope yeah but i still haven't put my pumpkins outside yeah mine is already it was so thin that like it's already like, <laughs> like the face is thick, just boys <laughs> you can see how thick they are from here yeah it's great, though. I love we'll it. We'll put a picture on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then I'll do one of my frumpy-looking <laughs> skeleton ones. Perfect. It'll be good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's been a pretty uneventful week just working and shirking and doing the thing. I haven't really done, other than Spooky Scary, I haven't done anything super-duper interesting. I went bowling last night. Oh, fun. yeah. Bowling's always a good time. I do like bowling. We're going bowling on Saturday. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. For Russell's birthday. Oh, yeah. I wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I just never see, I just never see Abby anymore because I'm never working. So, yeah, no, it's, yeah, That's that was funny. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. No, I'm totally kidding. And I think that she mentioned it to me in passing at work and I just totally forgot. Right. As you um, yeah, I do. As one does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, moving forward from last week, where we kind of started talking about. Oh yeah. The, quick, uh... quick reminder: if oh. you haven't listened to episode one, um, you should. Spoilers. Because we're gonna be doing some callbacks, but also that's the beginning part of porn on the internet, and you should be interested in that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Alright, so, <clears throat> in a quick callback, um, so last week we finished up with uh, chat rooms, which were a thing that people used, that you could go to a website and you would have a chat room that you could chat with people, as you do, mm-hmm. on a chat room. Right, right. Hence the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you 
had a quick. Oh, is, I'm just I'm just gonna yeah. go for it. All right. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. So chat rooms were a thing. Obviously. Um. They started in the you know the late '90s as we talked about, and then moving right? forward. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm just afraid of these squiggly lines. Um, moving forward. Um, from the, you know, late 90s into the early 2000s when websites were, you know, really... Really hitting it up. Yeah, like actual... Really beating it up. <laughs> really beating it off, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so chat rooms became something that were, like, super, super common. And I remember... So I was, like, very young when I was introduced to this whole idea of chat rooms. Um, and it was a neighbor girl. And she was, you know, a couple years older than me. And she was like, hey, look at this cool thing that, you know, someone older than me showed me at the library. Because that's where you went to yeah. get on the internet. It was the library. Play RuinScape. You know, that was right. my life. Classic. <clears throat> and there was a website. And I think I should have seen the red flags to begin with. <laughs> because... <laughs> Babies don't see red flags. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, um, so... The website that she had gotten that was like, hey, my person that I know, I don't know if I can call that person a friend, I don't want to be friends with that person, um, but this person that I know told me to go to 123 Teen Chat. Oh shit. Yeah. So we go to this website, instantly porn. I was like, those are naked people, and this is like a hole, that's, that's, yeah. That's a those hole. Are, that's a hole, there's several <laughs> holes actually, it's a couple different holes, yeah. Um, so... That was like a whole, that was a whole experience for me. Um, and a I was whole, like, whole a whole, whole experience. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I didn't, I wasn't anticipating it whatsoever. Um, I didn't, I had never seen anything like that. I didn't know how to comprehend it. I didn't know what was going on. All I know was that my friend freaked the fuck out and like closed the website, obviously. Like, right. like you do. You yeah. fucking found that dad panic. nudies, Max. That fucking, fucking panic. <laughs> Slide it back under the mattress, and then, you know, two days later, come back, pull really it back under the mattress. It's <laughs> great. Um, but, uh, so then she was like, no, 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 like, I got the, you know, I got the address wrong. So not only was it not 123-teen-chat, it was 123-teen-chat-teen-chat. Teen chat. Oh, <laughs> no. So it's like, so after we ended up, like, putting that in, it was this very pink fluorescent, bubbly, you know, chat user interface, and, um, and you could, like, you know, those little doll pixel oh, emoji things yeah, that yeah, you that could make. Doll pixel emoji. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could, like, select one of those to be, like, your profile picture, and you, like, did the thing with the thing, and then you, like, you know, you picked your little guy, and then you, like, typed your name, and then you could, like, talk to people, and you could go into, like, private rooms, and, like, people would have, like, rooms named for different things. And that, of course, you know, was the whole cybering thing. Right. Like, people would, like, literally label their chat rooms. Like, I mean, we were kind of talking about this in the first episode, just to touch back on it. But because of the ease of access for this, and, I mean, I would think I was, like, 13, 12 or 13. Yeah. You know? Like, that was, and that was something that I could do. I could go to the library and do that. I could go to the library and nobody had any kind of semblance no. of understanding well, of parental controls. Either. So yeah, so you could go to the library and literally just be fucking looking at porn. Not that I not that I was, but like mm-hmm. people <laughs> But people could. People yeah. could do people that. Could and they still do today. And they still do today. Because, you know, some people just don't have smartphones. And yeah. that's you know yeah, it's fine. Is it? 
I wouldn't necessarily say fine, but I understand. Um, we should just have a private room with a library. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm here for it, honestly. I mean, you know, 18 and up sections, you know, they sell, you know, they sell. They, they rent <laughs> pornographic novels at the library, you right. know. It's, it's just a book. Um, but going from that, that experience, my personal experience of chat rooms and, like, seeing what they look like, that kind of brings us into the whole rise of the internet predator, which we kind of talked about, the fact that we were going to talk about that this episode. Um, so, of course, namely, the biggest thing to hit television screens. To start off a whole slew of just jump sh- off TV shows. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And movies and all yeah. kinds of it. So it was, uh, what is it, NBC's... Dateline to catch a predator <laughs> with Chris Hansen, like oh my god, oh boy, I yeah, that was that show was terrifying. Captivating. It was captivating, and it was just like it seemed so not real, mm-hmm. but you could tell that it was, and that's what was upsetting. Oh to yeah, me well, it felt, a lot of it felt staged. Mm-hmm. So, um, but when they when and even. So I was doing, obviously I was doing research, Jesus. Um, so when I was, when I was doing research into this, um, so essentially what happened, it started in 2004, <clears throat> so shortly after that, you know, introduction of, like, MySpace, which is one of the first, like, major social networking sites, um, and the potential predators were found largely on these social networking sites, so what they would do is they would put together, they call them, oh no. They called them, I have it in my notes here, it's a really dumb name, uh, Predator Justice Volunteers. Oh no. Predator (laughs) Justice Volunteers. Um, And so these volunteers, um, sorry, yeah. Yeah, Predator Justice Volunteers. Yeah, so they would build profiles, um, identify These were adults? These were adults, yeah. No, they weren't children. Okay, let me figure this out. Yeah, so so these were... Oh, wait, no, no, no. Perverted Justice Volunteers. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. That's what I wrote. I don't know if that's right. I think it was... I don't know. But it was something fucking wacky. I'll... I'll Double check that. I'll double check that in a second, but... So these adults that were volunteers for perverted justice (laughs) (laughs) would create profiles um, identifying themselves themselves as underage persons and enter chat rooms as decoys. Um, For those who haven't seen the show, of course, Chris Hansen um, essentially sits the predators down and, like, you know, ask them, like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you contacting someone who you know is underage? A lot of the time they would be like, oh, I didn't know she was underage, and then he would, like, pull up Or there's a lot history. of, well, she was home alone, and I want to make sure she was safe. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Don't do that. Why would you, why would you do that? Especially if you're chatting, like, sexually with an yeah. underage person who you know is underage. It's very, you're lying. It's very clear that you're, you're what's literally happening. Just lying. <laughs> you so, brought over fucking... Bud Lights. Yeah, people Bud Lights brought whole-ass beers to go visit a 12-year-old, you weirdo. Oh, God. Um, but so he would do things, like, he would, like, pull up, you know, chat history logs, and, like, I guess, like, at least the way they described it is most people probably thought that they were, he was just, like, you know, their dad, or, like, 
the police or whatever. Right. But he was just, you know, an NBC guy. Yeah. Um, so he would essentially sit down with them and go over this whole, um, interview process. And of course there were hidden cameras and everything. And, um, after, like for the first couple of episodes, after the interviewing process was done, they just let the guy go. And then they would turn over all of the information that they had to the police so that they could choose to make an arrest. Right. So obviously... I have a quick cue. Okay. Did um, the the gross grosses, did they have to sign releases to have their faces on this TV show? I actually didn't look into that, but I remember a lot of them being covered. Okay, because like, I remember out. a lot of them also not being covered. Yeah, so me too. So that means they were like, yeah, fuck it, you can use this. Well, I mean, you're going to be on the, like, the predator registry for the rest of your life if you end up getting, like, you know, arrested. So, right. Like, I, so actually, that's, like, a really... That's so weird. <laughs> I need to, like, go <laughs> deeper into that. Like, I just... I oh kind of was God. just, like, looking at the idea for, obviously, for context, but, like... Right. That's, like, a whole-ass question. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't ask that question. Because <laughs> <laughs> anytime um, I see shit like that, I'm like, why did that person sign the release? What are you... Not just for, like, things like this, but mm-hmm. just any, like, like embarrassing thing. videos and the news and stuff like right, that. Right, exactly. Why did you sign up for that? Yeah. Or what? Yeah. So that... No, that's a totally... That's a very awesome question. Um, I didn't even really think about that. Thanks. I just remember... Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so, I don't know if they signed releases, but originally, they just let him go. So, after, like, the show picked up some ground, that's when they, like, full-on got, like, the police involved, and they would, like, you know, get on ground with their, like, tasers and shit, and, like, make these, like, super dramatic arrests. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of, like, what made it feel like it was fake, like, you know? Because it was over the top. Um, But essentially, so... He would ask all of these predators these questions, why they were attempting to interact with minors online. Um, And then, of course, it, you know, progressed. They got the dramatic arrest going. So, apparently, sometimes they even showed, like, court proceedings and, like, recorded bails set usually to around 30. Yeah. Oh. Um, I haven't seen the show in a really long time. I haven't either. Is it still around? Um, I'm getting that. Oh, okay. It'll okay. be really good. Right, cool. <laughs> well, actually, it's not really good. It's really <laughs> terrible. I don't know why I would say that. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll see it in a minute. Okay, okay. Um, but usually bail was set around to $30,000 to $50,000 per suspect, which, you know, I feel like that's pretty good. That's mm-hmm. a, you know, yeah. to put away a predator. I totally understand. Um, so the show was canceled in 2008 after the assistant district attorney, Lewis Conrad of Rockwell County, Texas, shot himself. <gasps> After talking to what I labeled a PJV, <laughs> um, who was posing as a 13-year-old boy. Oh, yeah. So dang. They, yeah, so they set up this whole meeting, and then when he didn't show up for his scheduled meeting, NBC and the police traced him back to his home, and he committed suicide upon their entry into his Shit. house. Shit. So they literally showed up, and he killed himself. I'm not sad about it. I mean, I'm not sad about it at all. I'm just like, can you imagine yeah. like being like, That'd be you know, the crazy. to catch a predator guys just like walking into someone's yeah. house like, get on the ground, like you're dead. Like, Escalated. Yeah. And so, especially as like a person of power, like fuck that guy forever. Right. Like I hope that he is like 
burning forever in, like, the lowest circle of hell, obviously. But it's just, like, I can't even imagine being, like, Chris Hansen, like, walking in. Right, because you don't expect people to just get off of themselves on a date line. No! (laughs) I mean, I mean, well, actually. (laughs) You know that. Um, But, yeah, no, it was, so that's, like, finding that out, like, I kind of just assumed it was still going. And I, like, was doing research at Indy today, and I was talking to Abby, I was like, oh, my God, did you know this thing? And she was like... No, like, I kind of just assumed that it was still going, yeah. like, you know, but it's not. It's it seems, it has that not. cops feel, like, cops is gonna go forever. It's never gonna end, yeah. ever. Cops will be cops forever, and it will mm. always be on late night television when they can't have, they don't have anything else to show. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then apparently there was, like, a, like, some court proceedings because his sister, um, thought that, um, NBC pretty much sent the cops after her brother. Like, it was a whole thing. Like, I don't know why you would, like, don't <laughs> distance yourself, you know? Yeah. Like, why would you even want to try and, like, don't attempt? Get in. No, absolutely not. But so that was, that was to catch a predator. And, um, that's, that's where, that's where I left off with that. I mean, other than just, you know, maybe you're, have you, you said that you were talking to a person for a while. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, I definitely had instances like that. So, like, not only is it <clears throat> thinking about, like, us as, like, yeah, well, I mean, the show is obviously there. So, like, right. we know that this is happening. But even so, people still felt like it was staged. But, like, we can attest from our experiences yeah. that these were, like, definitely, like, a real-ass thing. Yeah, definitely. Like, and I, I know it wasn't like, the only one, you know, I never Mm -hmm. had that feeling, like, Mm -hmm. I'm the only child that's talking to an adult, but I didn't think about it like that, you know? No. I was just like, he thinks I'm cool, or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing, is I feel like that's how a lot of this kind of gets, you know, propagated, is, like, it is actual, legitimate predators going after kids who think that they are... Special. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's, that's the only thing that it comes down to. For me, anyways, that's the only thing that I can, that makes sense in my mind. Um, but yeah, the internet was pretty, it was a wild, wild west zone. Yeah. I mean, like, I can't, I can barely have a conversation with, like, some, like, 18 to 21 year olds, let alone. Oh my god. Someone much younger than that, so. Yeah. There was that girl at the club that I was telling you about before we started recording she said something about those millennials doing this or that or making something lame and I was like you're younger than me like and I'm a millennial like what are you talking about um so that's always it's always funny to see I think people just like prescribe like millennial to like anyone younger (laughs) yeah man okay uh, sure but no I totally understand what you're what you're talking about like 18-year-olds are, like, a, like a whole... I see them, and they are, like, infants to me. And yeah. I'm like, you have... You you do not know what I went through so that you can have what you have. I fought wars <laughs> with internet predators. <laughs> um, well, even that, it's just... Like, I remember... Obviously, I remember being 18, and you just... You think you know everything. Everyone thinks they know everything. Oh, yeah. And then you grow up, and you realize you knew nothing. So... But you can't tell that to an 18-year-old. You can't tell. No, because then they're just like, oh, f- fuck you, mom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the whole, yeah. Okay. 
but yeah. to talk to me in 10 years <laughs> or whatever. So, I mean, with not only with the, uh, the predatory nature of chat rooms, but also just, you know, chat rooms in general, it also enabled a lot of sex work. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, not surprising, but um, sex workers found their way onto the chat rooms pretty quickly, um, especially um, because there were some late 80s laws, particularly one in California that cracked down on, quote, pimping and pandering, unquote. Was that what the law is called? <laughs> I don't know if it's what it's called. It's that's... like a Chinese joy with strippers. <laughs> pimping and pandering. I know. <laughs> so I, I got this information from a Vice article, and that's... Um, the language that they use with mm-hmm. the California law, and I thought mm-hmm. that was silly. <laughs> um, so this law cracked down on um, print pub- publications. They didn't want to print sex worker ads in printed. Oh, okay, in like magazines. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, I mean, still there were like some ads that made it into the yellow pages and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like all of them were doing it. Yeah, they weren't, like, yeah. as as fully, as, um, as, I want to say muchly, but that's not a Muchly. <laughs> they weren't as muchly distributed. <laughs> Correct. So, yes, muchly. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, so they got onto the, the chat rooms, the sex workers did, not the California lawmakers. I mean. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> um, so... <clears throat> Since they were in the chat rooms, the sex workers were also there when um, the porn websites started popping up, and naturally, sex workers and porn websites go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, there were some really cool things that happened with uh, sex workers joining in on the porn websites. Um, They helped pioneer the way for cryptocurrencies like Digicash and stuff back in the 90s. Um, It makes sense. Yeah, because they wanted to help... No shell companies. They wanted to help (laughs) keep things anonymous. Mm -hmm. And this was back at a time when, like, some banks didn't even have websites. It was just... Oh, yeah. Well, in cryptocurrency, too, I mean, like, I feel like just from the very, very base knowledge that I have of it, I mean, um, I feel like that would even make things, like, safer for sex workers because you would be you have to authorize the transaction on both ends right. in order for anything to happen. So it's like help. There's like some kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. screening of something happening. Exactly. So it's like you can't get the funds or take the funds back until right. both parties like do the thing. You yeah. Know? Uh, so in this article, there's this woman, Kristen D'Angelo, and she's the co-founder and executive director of the Sex Worker Outreach Project in uh, Sacramento. Uh, she talks about like how she created her own website and um, she had to like learn how to code everything and I just thought that was super <gasps> cool. She was like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking make that money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, Yeah, I'm so dope. Um, so a lot of these sex workers were like getting all these other skills to promote themselves and it helped pave the internet Bitches get shit done. <laughs> yeah, it was Bitches great. Bitches get shit done. Um, so then at this point, like, digital cameras are popping up. Oh, yeah. So this is the first time that's, well, maybe not the first time, but... Um, the era. The era um, when they can actually add their photos to their ads. 
Oh, yeah, because everybody had those, like, yeah. sweet little flip phone cameras. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the digital great. cameras, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that was a big thing because now they're getting even more business because people can see what they look like and mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, printed words. And yeah. So this is exciting. And um, Craigslist, which was founded in 1995, maybe you've heard of it. Oh my god, I can't believe that it was founded in 1995. <laughs> I feel like it didn't get super popular that early. No, though. and I feel like it looks the same. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That looks like a, a Craigslist 100% looks like a, a site that you would pull from like the early, early days. Yeah. The dark ages. Yeah, and it was. I think my favorite thing about Craigslist ever in my entire life was. <laughs> I was living in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, and I don't know what I was, I think I was looking for, like, um, like bandmates, so I was in, like, the gigs oh, yeah, yeah. portion or whatever, and <laughs> just, and I reshare it on Facebook when it comes to my memories thing? every time. No, oh, no, okay, okay. no, it's, um, looking for someone to fight my dad will pay. <laughs> And that was literally the, the tagline for the thing, Ogden, Utah, looking for someone to fight my dad. And like, when you pull up the, the thing, it's like, he didn't really do anything. He's just pissing me off. Like, I'm not strong enough to fight him, so I'll pay you if you'll fight my dad. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know if this was, like, written by, like, you know, a child Probably. or yeah. what, but I just, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's my favorite. That's super song. great. Yeah, so Craigslist was was and still is um, big in the whole sex world. Sex world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with the, the misconnections and I just want to call it the desperately seeking seasons. <laughs> desperately. <laughs> but you know what good. I mean. Oh yeah, it's, you find some like weird, can we, can we? For a yeah, moment? you pull it up, I'm going to yeah. keep going. Um, so... One of the things that was happening on um, Craigslist and some other related websites that were forum-based like this is uh, people that were using um, sex workers were now uh, reviewing them and reviewing them in explicit detail and sharing their information and sharing their pictures, and a lot of the information that they were spreading was false, mm-hmm. and so it started damaging a lot of um like sex workers reputations because now there's like all this weird stuff about them on the internet and there was also stuff about women that weren't on the internet so um at this point it kind of forced like those sex workers that were still holding out to not join the internet Mm -hmm. to get on to like do damage control for their reputations yeah and um, it was just, like, this wild west of, like, sex workers trying to protect their reputations and protect their information while all these, like, probably dudes were just, like, fucking talking <laughs> mad shit or, like, saying just outrageous stuff and probably some true stuff, too, I'm sure. No. But, um, yeah, so they, they all were, like, banding together and then, um, so they were all creating their own, um, personal sex worker websites, mm-hmm. um, like that girl Kristen D'Angelo was. And so all these sex worker sites are popping up and law enforcement was like trying to take down sex working on the internet. Mm-hmm. So they were targeting these personal 
websites because they're, you know, easy pickings compared yeah, to some of the other one ones. Person. Yeah. yeah. So they were like targeting all these um, sex workers' websites. So then this, in turn, pushed the sex workers to join forces with the paid membership websites, like joining on. So like people had to like log in and like purchase a membership to see the content. Right. So that way it's pornographic, but it's not. They can't like see the prostitute. Right, they can't see what's going on behind that wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the cool thing about that, though, is that helped lead the way to the creation of the technology, as we know it today, to verify credit card numbers in real time. Because people wanted to get in that pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Just diving into the muff. (laughs) Muff diving. Muff diving. (laughs) So, So I decided to pull up our... Craigslist, oh, okay, right? Cool, the cool. only thing I think that they actually took off. Oh God, I. <laughs> oh my God. So <laughs> the only thing that comes up is misconnections. I think they they took away they took the away personal the personal whatever. Yeah, they took that away. I think last year. Yeah. So which we will talk about in a future episode. In a future episode. Um. So just pulling up like our local Rapid City Craigslist. I. This one's like super cute. Like looking for an old friend. Sarah, like adorable, but like two two things down, like it just says cream pies. Oh no! And, like, I don't know if that's like <laughs> I don't know if that's like a, here. We'll find out. The uh, best ones are the ones that have pictures, dude. And I by best I mean grossest. Um, looking for the couple that wanted a huge clean cream pie. I'm in town till this weekend. You host. I'm very clean. You be too. Thanks. Okay. All right. So it definitely was nefarious. <laughs> not you know because we live we live in rural South like not super rural but pretty much rural South Dakota. So like cream pie cream pies could literally just mean like pies that are cream. They don't though. I mean yeah, no, <laughs> no one's posting that. about cream pies. <laughs> on the fucking Craigslist like my grandma made too many banana cream pies but it could be though it really could <laughs> I don't think anyone um, would do that the next one uh, tight end <laughs> this one just labeled smell no what does that one say um, oh looking to buy used women's panties email me let's make a deal Pay oh for shit some of that like- yeah real <laughs> um, you just Lonely gamer guy. Aw. Aw, bud. Buddy. Um, it's cold and snowy already. Not even the leaves around my house were able to fall before it got this cold. Brr. Uh, is there do you know why else? they do that? Huh. Why they say it like that? It's to prove that they're real people in your town. When they talk what? about the current weather. Oh my god, what? Yeah, it's so they know, like, you're really in the town. You're not, like, some tourist... Or you're not right. some weird person, like, or a bot or something. Right. They just want you to know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I really know what the weather's like. I'm really in this city. That makes sense, then. Yeah. That's actually, that's cool. That's, yeah. a, that's a cool little, neat little. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, is there anyone else around here that understands what I mean when I say discard? Uh, di- <laughs> discard? <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. I put discord. <laughs> RP server, raid night. Wish I could find another guy into those things and more. Oh, well, there's plenty. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's lots. Um, 
need my tool polished. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, bud. Um, fine dining at the Y. Like the YMCA? Is that, uh, um, no, that's at your vagina. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> okay, on that note... <laughs> Am I 12? I don't... <laughs> dumbest thing I think I've ever said. That's not the dumbest thing I've ever said. I feel like... I'm dying! <laughs> oh my goodness! Holy shit! It's so hot in here. Okay. <laughs> mentioned um miss no not misconnections um the personals yeah were taken down um and we'll talk about that like we said in a future episode where we'll also talk about um how law enforcement has also been cracking down on sex trafficking lately and how that affects sex workers now and it's uh not good yeah, looking at Backpage and Fosta yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah, that'll be in a couple episodes. Yeah. Um, so you were kind of talking about... Um, oh. Oh. While we're talking about Craigslist. Okay. The Craigslist Killer. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Um, okay. So Tally and I are both into serial killer shit, <laughs> so I couldn't not talk about the Craigslist Killer. Um for those of you who don't know, here's a quick little blurb. A bite-sized piece, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> nice throwback. I like that. <laughs> Anyways, um, his name was Philip Markoff, and he was, I just wrote, he was a shitty dude from Boston, um, and he was charged with the armed robbery and murder of Julissa Brisman on April 14th of 2009, and also two other armed robberies. Mm-hmm. So, Julissa... Brisbane, I spelled it two different ways. It's either Brisbane or Brishman. <laughs> um, she had posted on Craigslist offering massage services, and he met up with her and um, killed her and robbed her. There was also Trisha Leffler. She was an escort. He bound, gagged, and robbed her at gunpoint on April 10th. So just a few days before Jalissa, and then Corrine Stout was an exotic dancer offering lap dance services on Craigslist, and she was a victim of an attempted robbery on April 16th. So it all happened within just a couple of days of each other. So he just went on like a fucking... Just a spree. Yeah. I'm Which like... I think they call, if he had killed them all, he would be called a spree killer. <laughs> spree. spree. <laughs> but then on um, April 20th, he was arrested while travel- traveling with his fiance. Oh my god, ew. I know, right? Gross. And then, uh, so he, you know, got charged. It was thrown in prison. Uh, he attempted suicide three times um, that first year in prison. Hmm. And then he finally took his own life in August 15th, on August 15th of 2010, one year and one day after his wedding was supposed to take place. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you know if he, like, uh, did you, like, do any research into, like, how he, like, did he talk to people when he was in prison? Did he, like, tell anybody I don't why know if he, he talked did to... what he did, or... I don't know if he ever opened up about any of that. I do know that, um, he attempted suicide the first time just a couple days, I think, like, two or three days after being... Arrested. Arrested. Yeah. Um, he attempted suicide the second time when his fiancé came in and was like, 
I'm not gonna fucking marry you. Well, yeah, obviously. Like, big dub. Yeah. And then, uh, he attempted suicide the third time on what would have been his wedding day. Oh. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. I must say, like, as as a massage therapist who, like, has, like, would use Craigslist as, like, a way to do mobile massage because it's so easy to do. Right. Because your table's just, like, that freaks me out. Um, so maybe that's Don't not that. something I'm going to do. <laughs> just like, you know, like buy like a Facebook ad or <laughs> something like that. Right, right, uh, right. Yeah, that's terrifying. Um, you really just, you don't know what's out there. Like, and the thing is like, I feel like we all grew up like, you know, like with Halloween coming up, trick-or-treating, like we all grew up with the, hey, trick-or-treat. She's wearing a shirt. This is trick-or-treat. I'm not just <laughs> <laughs> saying that twice in a weird way at the second time. Um, with all of that coming up, I feel like because of, like, the newness of the internet, like, that was such a big thing of, like, yeah, may, like, you don't know who you're talking to on the internet, like, make sure that you stay super safe, like, never get out any of your personal information, it was funny, it was funny, um, so I used to drive for Lyft, <clears throat> and I had a woman get in my car that was, like, back in my day, we always told people not to get into strangers' cars, and when the internet came about, not to talk to anyone from the internet, <laughs> now you're talking to people from the internet to get in their strange cars, <laughs> like, some shit like that, and I was like, yeah, okay, grandma, get it. Yeah. Get, get the fuck out of my car. Dude, it's so crazy <laughs> to think, like, um, cause yeah, they did, like, drill into us, do not talk to strangers on the internet. Don't give them your information on the internet. Yeah. And now it's like, I'll install an app that I'm even just lightly curious about. I'm just like, can we have <laughs> access to, like, right. all your What's pictures your and stuff? And I'm What's like, your stuff? yeah, fuck it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's a strange reality that we live in. And I know that things are, like, a lot safer now than they were. Like, there's verification for things. that, But here's the thing is, like, even Lyft has problems with, like, people getting fucking murdered and raped yeah. and, like, picked up in the wrong car. Like, that girl, what was she in Colorado yeah. or something? Where she, like, got picked up in the wrong car. It wasn't even the wrong car. It was a guy that was waiting for somebody drunk enough to think it was their lift to God. murder, you the know? The lift killer. The lift killer. Sure. But it's, like, a real thing. Yeah, it really is. <clears throat> and it's, it's scary. Like, I mean, I've been in <clears throat> situations with lift drivers where it's, like, I mean, nothing happened, obviously, but I definitely was, like, kind of uncomfortable. It's like, like, okay, thanks, bye. Like, I yeah. don't want to tell you any information about my life. Like, <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's definitely, it's kind of weird, like, looking back on, like, that's why I really enjoy the fact that we're doing this, because we get to look back on how things were versus how they are now. Right. And how that kind of changes and mirrors and affects, but, um, speaking of something that we use every day... Social media! Woo! So nice segue. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, I made it myself. <laughs> um, so, that's funny because that's kind of like an Invader Zim thing. It's like, I made it myself! Like, MySpace. Yeah. Is, the, <laughs> is yeah. the next topic of discussion. That was nice. Anyways. Uh, so, <clears throat> MySpace was invented in 2003. Sure. Um, yeah, so, I think, you know, if you'll recall, uh, To Catch a Predator came out in 2004. Oh, right, right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, MySpace was invented in 2003. This was, you know, the super rare 
internets back in the time. Yeah. When everything was very much neon colored. Oh my pastel god. Pastel and yeah. Invader Zim mm-hmm. and all of the things and stuff. Um, and it also, you know, there was this huge trend with like the scene girls that like had like the crazy hair and like the pictures and like you were could be internet famous for the first time. Um, and kind of like how you were talking about, um, this was also at a time when sex workers were like, you know, bring in their cyber A game, essentially. Yeah. So they were getting on different websites for, you know, the pay-per-view content um, and being able to associate with that. And they were also creating their own web pages. But for women that didn't have the ability to do that, MySpace. MySpace. They had MySpace. Um, so people were doing that. People were putting up, you know, you can put up images. You can be searched by a specific name and things like that. Um, I also, when I was reading through here, the cool thing about websites that did, like, were created by sex workers for that reason, specifically for, like, escort services, um, they were able to, like, leave reviews of, like, their experience with this person. But also, something that was really important for clients is that using social media was very much like how we talked about in episode one, which you should all listen to. Um, You form these crazy interpersonal connections with people when you talk to them and you bond with them over the internet because there is no pretense of like small talk or whatever. So like people were finding these women on social media websites and being able to like actually interact with them. Um, and there was actually, um, so this isn't, this wasn't necessarily completely MySpace involved, but I mean, it did involve MySpace because of the way that her information was leaked out to the world. So, um, in 2008, there was a scandal with the then governor of New York, which is Elliot Spitzer. Um, so although not solicited through MySpace, um, the woman, she was a, later on went on to be a New York, New York Post, sorry, sex columnist. Her name was Alec, eh, Jesus, I cannot (laughs) talk. You're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ashley Alexandra Dupree, um, she was involved in a sex scandal, obviously, with this New York governor, um, so essentially he... Wait, how old was she? Um, I didn't get an age during the, during the time, but she was... Of age? Of age. She was, she was of age, which actually, I only very briefly skimmed this when I was, like, going through her, like, her personal, like, early life history. Apparently she, like, borrowed somebody's ID to be in a Girls Gone Wild video. Oh. Like, well, I'm not surprised. How many times did that probably happen? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why I got shut down was because he was using underage girls. Yeah. But that was like a whole, that was like a little, like on the end of her um, thing, because mostly it was was talking about this. But um, so essentially, investigators, federal investigators began monitoring him via wiretap due to his bank filing a suspicious activity report regarding money transfers between the governor and a um, a front company used by an escort service, um, which is where Ashley was employed. Um, and apparently she was picked up on the wiretap saying something to the effect of, because they were discussing whether or not he was a difficult client to work with. And she said something to the fact of like, oh, he's not difficult. Like, I know what I'm like, I'm not a moron. I know what I have to do. Like, I'm there to do a job. (coughs) So, um, all of this information came out and was um, released by the New York Times, and they featured photos from her personal MySpace page. 
So, like, everything came out, and, like, she was just referred to as, like, a person two or whatever. Um, And so eventually she did actually use her MySpace to come out with the information she originally posted. Um, Where is it? She originally posted, yeah, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) And then changed that quickly to, thank you for your support. It means a lot to me after the article from the New York Times featured the photos from her page. Um, So moving forward, I mean, obviously MySpace was used throughout the years for, and it doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it has been like a long time now that MySpace has been, and all social media networks Mm -hmm. have been used. Like you even see it on Twitter now, and of course we'll get into that at a later episode when we kind of look at where we're at now. Um, But MySpace being defunct, I figured I could continue on with its (laughs) history. So MySpace is still around. Um, is it? Yeah. Because the New York Times described in an article that basically the only people still using MySpace are sex workers. <laughs> um, I, I went there the other, well not the other day, uh, several months ago actually because I was applying for this big girl job and I was like, what the fuck is out there on the internet? <laughs> oh yeah, okay, so that's the two users of MySpace, sex workers <laughs> and people making sure that no, nothing it's embarrassing all is available. It's all vans. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Is that still, like, a productive thing, though? Like, I, I feel like... I didn't even... spend any time on... I would just, like, went there, and I was like, huh, this is all bands now, and then I just went to their contact me thing, and I was like, I don't remember any of my login information. Please delete my account. Yeah, no, for real. I, um... <laughs> yeah, I tried to go back and, like, look for, like, pictures from my scene phase, which was, like, super, super, super cringy and terrible. Yes. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that that was gone, and yeah. it is, which is nice. It's cool. Like, yeah, so that was the whole thing. Um... So, I did, I read that Time, the Time News article was talking about how the vast majority of people that still use, um, the, use MySpace as a social networking site are just sex workers, um, and pimps, essentially. and then it's all these, like, bands. Watch Ryan Reynolds continue his Hugh Jackman feud with Angry Birthday. I thought this said Angry Birthday Massage, <laughs> and I was like, I want to see that. I want to pay money to watch that happen. Um, yeah, it's uh, looks like mostly media and listen to music. Type in artist. Ew. Yeah. So Taylor Swift. This, this is what it looks like now. Weird. So yeah. Yeah, Tom was right to get out of it when he did. I hear mm-hmm. he's doing doing well. Oh, good. Um, so yeah, so it uses, I mean, essentially MySpace is used as an advertising platform. Here it says, um, it's social media marketing for sex. Pimps set up profiles for their workers with code words like quote-unquote girlfriend experience and wait for customers to inquire. Friend them. Once you make a connection, you let them know what the deal is. It's sex for sale. Um, one former worker, sex worker interviewed in the study explained, MySpace, all that, it's just to disguise. So that's from the, um, Time article. Um, another comment that was featured said, believe it or not, people still use, in parentheses, social networks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the ones that are using them are usually younger and pimps on there are like crazy, which is a statement from a Dallas police officer. 
Um, the study found that pimps and traffickers were making $5,000 to $32,000 a week in major cities where trade was booming. Holy shit. Yeah, and in 2007, the sex industry was worth $39.9 million in Denver and $290 million in Atlanta, the biggest market in the study. Yeah. Um, in 2012, of course, we're talking about dear old Tom, he sold it for um, $35 million, so... Um, the oh quote says, God. so really, which is the more profitable business here? <laughs> I mean, like, hopefully not sex trafficking, because yeah. it's, like, kind of shitty. Um, this article was is from 2013. Is it if it makes your soul and your heart hurt? <laughs> yeah, who's really winning there? Yeah. I think he, Tom's doing, like, photography now, so, like, he's, like, in a really great place. Go, Tom. No, good for you, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> he was always, you know, my friend. Mine, too. I know, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... So that's really, that's really all I kind of touched on here. Um, we're definitely, like, that was, like, it was here, and then it, boom! And then that was kind of um, how it went. So there's really not a whole lot of information that is specific and exclusive to the early, right. the early aughts. Yeah, because it just took off. Yeah, it really did. So, yeah, um, next episode, we will be talking about porn as we know it. We'll talk more about social media things, mm-hmm. um, talking about modern erotica as a throwback to, what was it, Fanny? Fanny Hill. Fanny Hill. Yeah, my uh, fave. Yeah, right. Um, porn stars as internet celebrities and celebrity sex tapes. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Kim? Kim K, I see you, girl. One night in Paris. <laughs> oh my god, jeez, I totally forgot about that. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, what have you, what have you been playing? Um, I actually didn't really get to play anything these last several days. Uh, I played a little bit more, uh, Thimbleweed Park. Okay. Um, How's that going so far? That's good. I like it. I would recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> one of my employees, um, I was having a bad day, and then he purchased me a horror game on Steam to cheer me up. <laughs> which, uh, which game? I don't even know. Oh. It was, like, something I had never heard of, and I, I don't know, I just, I opened it, and I was like, oh no, I feel weird. <laughs> but then he, like, poked his head in my office, and I was like, I bought you this horror game, I thought it looked cool. But, Aw, cute. You know, I went, I went, I tried to go back to, like, see... Um, like if I could find the message again mm-hmm. and it was gone and then I tried to look through my steam library to see if it, anything would but I purchased so many horror games in the last couple of weeks that I was I don't fucking remember oh no does it send you like a like a e-notification or like, yeah like but it's email? gone because I accepted oh, it yeah, duh. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, I am a habitual like email deleter, and I cl- I, I clean out my like trash folder regularly. So uh, yeah, fuck. that shit's gone. He gone. She gone. Yeah. Um. So actually, really exciting. I've been playing like a lot of games because okay. fuck Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So I haven't been playing Overwatch so much anymore. Um. So I have like a whole slew of games that I've been playing. So I played a really cute. Um, game called Bulb Boy. Oh, it's like I, you told me about this at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like it's like a horror game. Like my friend recommended it to me because they're like, "Oh, Over the Garden Wall reminds me of this," and it's like kind of like kind of a similar like animation, and it's like super cutesy, but like also like 
legitimately terrifying. Oh, like, fun. <laughs> um, so you play as, like, this, like, little light bulb child that you, like, can, like, screw off your head and, like, throw it and it can, like, bounce. Great. <laughs> so you're, like, getting ready to go to bed and you're, like, you know, you're, like, you're putting Grandpa to sleep and you're pulling his teeth out, throwing him in the goldfish tank. Gross. Like you do. <laughs> <laughs> so that he doesn't, you know, just swallow his teeth in his sleep. I don't know. <clears throat> you get your little flying uh, dog <laughs> that flies. Cute. <laughs> um, and, like, you go to bed. And, like, this crazy, like, force just, like, invades your whole house. Um, and so you have to, like, solve, like, cute little tiny puzzles. Oh, like, so it's a puzzle game. Yeah, it's, like, a little little puzzle indie game, which is super cute. Um, and then I also play... <laughs> I played Genital Jousting. Oh. <laughs> which is a game on Steam. Um, so it's, um... It, it's... It, <laughs> it's, like, really hard for me to even, like, describe this game because essentially um you're a dick like a literal penis okay um <laughs> balls like included balls. okay yeah, okay, so okay. Like a, the, the shaft and the head the, well, the, first the head <laughs> first the head and then the shaft and then balls and then like an asshole like attached to like <laughs> oh on God. the back side of your balls and you can like dress up in cute little outfits <laughs> so there's this whole story and it's narrated by this like wonderful sounding British woman. Um, so the game essentially is you are this dick who is invited to his, uh, reunion, his high school reunion, and he has to, like, you know, figure out how to, like, you know, uh, right. impress everybody. Oh, okay. He has to figure out how to <laughs> reunion, you know? Right. Um, so you, like, go through all these, like, tasks and, like, you have to, like, you know, find, the, the first thing is to, like, get a promotion at work, and then, you know, however you play it, you, like, get or don't get a promotion at work, and then the next one is finding the perfect date, and you, like, can't find the perfect date, so then you, like, decide to get, like, super shredded at the gym so that you can find this perfect date, so then you've got, you know, the job and the body, and then you're gonna find, like, the date, and then, um, in my playthrough, anyways, uh, spoiler alert, I went through, got to, like, got super beefy, didn't have a date, couldn't find a date, saved my life. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Still true. <laughs> um, and, uh, you, like, go to your high school reunion all drunk as shit, and you, like, beat the fuck out of these guys <laughs> that you haven't talked to in, like, ten, who are also other dicks. Right. Um, and, uh, that you haven't talked to in, like, ten years, and, like, everybody, like, shuns you because you're a dick. Literally. <laughs> like, it's, like, a whole thing. And then, like, it's super cute. Um, like, the friend and I, we were, um, there's, like, a dual player mode, like, an arcade mode. Oh, right, right, And so right. you can, like, do different things. Like, one of them is, like, you suck apples up into your butt. And then you spit out the seeds to, like, <laughs> knock down these targets. Like, it's, like, a whole, it's called date night. It's super oh romantic. Oh, my God. And then there's one who's, like, you're eating spaghetti, but, like, spaghetti noodles are like falling from like the top of the screen and you're trying to like get it so that both dick butts are sucking the spaghetti noodles so you like <laughs> like your your assholes kiss like it's like a whole thing i was like i was cracking up the entire time jesus that's fucking weird <laughs> it's really weird but it's actually like very sweet and like endearing sure in, like, sure a sure really gross way right yeah um and then, um, because I can't, you know, my MMO is gone, um, I've just been playing Tekken. 
and I did this thing where, Tekken 7, obviously, I, I did this thing where um, when you first start off a game, if you've never played it before, it automatically enables um, basic combos, which are like, you know, like the combos, but right. like, you only have to press like square, 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 oh, okay. <laughs> instead okay. of actually performing a right. combo. Um, so I was like, oh damn, I'm really fucking good at this game, like fucking Evo, here I come, woo! <laughs> but right, I had all but, that turned yeah. on, so now I have to like go relearn to actually... all of the yeah. actual combos and like how to play the game, so that's been really fun. Um, Are you going to the tournament on Sunday? Yes, I am going to the tournament on Sunday cool. at Overclock. We're not sponsored, but <laughs> if you wanted to, I'm just saying. We do like them. Yeah. But they are also, like, really, really cool, and we definitely recommend it. Um, that tournament is going to be on the 10th. Yeah, this... The 10th of November? Oh, wait, wait, wait. The 20th. Yeah, the I was going to say, I yeah. thought it was this Sunday. No, it's this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. This will... This episode doesn't come out until the 21st, so... Oh, I guess it doesn't matter, then. <laughs> yeah, so, so... I hope that I saw Hope all that of you we guys. saw you there. Yes. <laughs> all right. And that's, uh... That's it, that's all. That's it, that's all. Alright, see you on Monday, and then probably two weeks after that. Okay, bye! Bye!